Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Five o'clock hour. This is old school. Jay Foreman, DP Austin. Uh, we are brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Every type of meat and every type of cut. Um, on days like today, you can get this single serving uh, size, frozen and fresh, and family serving size. Save yourself some. Uh, Time and energy. Enjoy the last little few minutes you have before the nightfall comes and the Huskers uh, kick the Ohio State Buckeyes' uh, butt on the over there at PBA. But before that, we do have some uh, potential movement, which is going to probably, uh, potentially, if it does happen, send some shockaways through the NFL and the college ranks. Obviously, just uh, with Nick Saban's retiring and um, DeBoer going down to Alabama, um, but then obviously Jed Fish replacing him and then so forth and so on, the dominoes can fall. But the, it seems like the dominoes have stopped. But it looks and points towards, according to Adam Schefter and guys on Twitter, that Jim Harbaugh and the Spanos family are moving towards an agreement for him to be the head coach. And he would be bringing um, Mentor, the uh, I think it's Jesse Mentor, um, or Mentor, excuse me, the defensive coordinator and his son, along with them probably and a couple other coaches. So that is not official, but is potentially close to be official. It's probably as close as Jim Harbaugh was as being the Vikings head coach until he got off the plane and decided he wanted to be the GM slash owner and head coach, quarterback, offensive coordinator, and everything else into it. I think he maybe learned his lesson. It looks he's like gonna he's going to do play-by-play play too. Yeah, yeah, he would do it all. And um, it'll be interesting to see if, he, if, it, if it gets that far and he – finally does put his pen to paper and makes that leap back into the NFL. I think, think the time is for him, but it will put a ton of pressure down there in Atlanta for them to make a decision. The Tennessee Titans has uh, have hired uh, Callahan, Bill Callahan's son uh, from the Bengals, who's the offensive coordinator of the Bengals. Let me get his name right. Um, Brian. Brian Callahan, who has coached some of the likes of Peyton Manning, uh, Matthew Stafford. And you got to put Joe coach Bob. in air quotes, though. Oh, well, Peyton Manning signs off on him, though. Yeah, I mean, you know. If Peyton Manning signs off on me, I did something right. Listen, Cliff Kingsbury. Just don't Cliff, screw it up. Cliff like Kingsbury you, got a job by having a co- uh, having a coffee with Sean McVay. If, true. If Peyton Manning puts his stamp of approval saying that you are a good coach, you actually probably are two or three steps ahead of Josh McDaniels that has failed tremendously 18 times in the league and continues to be employed. Mm-hmm. So he is now the new coach of the Tennessee Titans. So Rand Carthen got his got his coach, and so you got to think the lights of likes of Mike Vrabel, 
um, Raheem Morris, um, Steve Wilkes, obviously Harbaugh, and obviously Bill Belichick, so forth and so on, is still out there. But if Harbaugh makes the first move, look for all the other franchises to make their moves. Um, Philadelphia has their end-of-the-season presser. Looks like they're kick, keeping Nick uh, Sirianni, right? Is that his name? Sirianni? Which is interesting because in order to keep his job, guess what he did? Fired the offense coordinator. <laughs> so he got in there and said, what do y'all got to go? Sound familiar? Yeah. But uh, the best part about it is, is I wouldn't say it was totally on the offense why they weren't good this year, right? Um, I would probably say in the Tampa game, the defense was pathetic and at times. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, getting rid of Brian Johnson as the offensive coordinator, DP, they've uh, interviewed uh, Ron Rivera, who has a, a stint at Philly there before for the defensive coordinator position. So essentially you're getting a two head coaches. You're getting a, a, a recent head coach that's been successful, mm-hmm. but then you're getting an excellent defensive coordinator with that talent that will demand effort and respect for the game. Philly could be a problem if they get Ron Rivera and get an offensive coordinator in there. Um, then also the the most interesting thing was the Todd Bowles. I don't know if you guys watched that game where there was a could have took a timeout and forced Detroit to actually punt, and he just said the game was over. That's probably not the best. You do not say that out loud. Just say, "Hey, we didn't see the note, the clock. We thought it was over." Do not say the game was over. Do not do that. Yeah. Would there, would there be a reason they thought they didn't have a timeout, though? I think they – now, look, a lot of things would have had to go right for them to tie the game and all that. But – You do everything. You do everything. Mm-hmm. That way you go in the office, hey, I you know, shot all my shots and, and so forth and so on. And plus, with the amount of – with social media and the amount of people – I was watching the game. I was like, normally they just – you would just go through the formality, call a timeout, and they speed it up. Yeah, you give them a chance. It. You give them a chance, and yeah. then you go from there. But, um, you know, that that was the most interesting thing, considering um, Tampa has a lot of free agents. You had the you obviously Baker Mayfield playing excellent this year. They got to sign back Levante David. They have to. He had a, another phenomenal year. As he's getting older, he's getting better. He is a stalwart, and he is, I wouldn't say approaching Derek Brooks. Yeah. Or, you know, catching, but he is, I would say he's approaching Derrick Brooks' status as a player. Not quite, but that's a feat to be that not many people that ever play in the NFL, but Levante is playing phenomenal football. He's a big, big uh, in the community and in the uh, organization, so they got to deal with him. But uh, I think that's interesting if Brian Callahan and Jim Harbaugh uh, through the weekend. If Jim Harbaugh is the San Diego or uh, Los Angeles Chargers head coach, um, that will what, put what the does, pressure. Okay, so what does that do for you? Well, I think it's they've been connected. Probably, correct me if I'm wrong, Austin. I think we started hearing about him maybe middle of the season, even with when, mm-hmm. when Staley was the head coach, being connected there. He has experience. You know, he's been in San. You know, he coached at the University of San Diego. Um, I think it brings legitimacy to that organization for you know the first time in a very long time maybe probably since marty schottenheimer was there yeah um i think it brings a a sense of i guess realness people will respect them more 
Um, I think it changes the total identity of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I think it brings a a breath of fresh air and excitement through the locker room of the players, and I think it would a- attract a certain type of free agent and obviously draft picks or who they choose to pick. But I think everything is amped up. Does, I think does Harbaugh excite NFL talent, top level yeah. NFL talent? I think they do because they, maybe not personality-wise, but I think underneath all that, they know that he's a good coach. If you compare, okay, so in in that division. You got Sean Payton, Antonio Pierce, and Andy Reid's untouchable. I mean, that's not even, it's. Right, right. So right. We, see the, we see the space that he's walking into. Right. Does he change that space? Oh, yeah, because he's not going to – I can tell you that Chargers team will not back down to that Chiefs team, and it will be real. It will not be – Where have we ever seen Harbaugh take a blue and yellow team up against a juggernaut red team before? Yeah, Yeah, I just (laughs) – I Little baby blue. Yeah, but you know what? Patrick Mahomes didn't play for that. No, like uh, you know, but I think that it's if if Harbaugh is going to go into a division like that with the top quarterback in the league, top coach in the league, top organization, quite frankly, or one of them in the league, this the time is now, right? The Chiefs are you know with Travis Kelsey, who's the ultimate X factor, is getting older. He will probably be out of the league within a year or two, year or two, and that's not talent. It's just because obviously he is. Got a lot going on and a lot of good things for himself going on outside of football. So now the time is they're ripe for the picking and he will attract talent. He will he will get them better immediately and players will want to play for him. Oddly enough, um, I think beneath all the aloof press conferences and and all that, I think when you get into inside those walls, I think he has, and I think he has the respect of the players. And I fact, and I think the fact that John Harbaugh and the way he hate way he is gives him more legitimacy at the pro level because he has a brother that's connected. So, to so here are the texts. I just want to go through it. One texter says the Chargers are in cap hell. <laughs> right. Statement of truth. Yes, so they are. The, the, the magic thing. Uh, Culligan J says Harbaugh feels like Urban Meyer 2.0. Hold that thought. <laughs> he says, Jay, what good things are you referring to uh, with Kelsey? And then finally, uh, I want Tom Bowles bumped to D.C., mm-hmm. um, I, which I'm not really mad at that. Okay, so where do you want to start with that? There's no compare. Urban Meyer and Jim Harbaugh, it's, not, it's, it's just not a comparison. Just her, Urban Meyer was just spinning his wheels at the – even thought of coming to the pros, he would struggle even at college um, because he's burned so many bridges. With Jim Harbaugh, he's been successful there. He coaches Michigan like a pro team. Heck, they are a pro team or a semi-pro team and essentially with the talent that they've always had. So what he's done, and, and the most important thing with him is he knows how to develop NFL quarterbacks. And that's where you start and stop your your organization, obviously the quarterback. So I don't think there's any compare. It could be, but I, don't, I just don't think uh, Jim Harbaugh loves the coach. I don't think you're going to see him doing some of the things that Urban was doing. It's not going to be be like that. 
Um, and then as far as Kelsey, I mean, he's on a ton of commercials that he, he's, uh, I think I was reading this thing where he's going to be up for some movie roles and stuff like that. So that, I mean, that's going to take you away. I think he hosted Saturday night live. Right. So, I mean, when you start to do those things, those are tremendous opportunities. I'm not talking about his personal life. I mean, that's, that's going to come and go. And I think the more, the more important thing is like, you can see him being stretched tremendously outside of football. Now, probably a lot of it's on his own. Right. And then also with the more lax rules in the offseason will lead you to do that. And so he has a tremendous brand, you know, moving forward. And then let's uh, – and then as far as Todd Bowles to D.C., you know, I was a little surprised that Tampa picked him as the – or kept him as the head coach. But I think when you make the playoffs, you're going to run it back one more time. But I was going to say this. I always say coaches sometimes write their own obituary either by their actions or something that they say. And – I think that will be on Todd Bowles' obituary as the Tampa Bay head coach. When he, it'll be, it'll, and listen, the game was in theory in, or in reality over, right? But when you say it, they always revert back to it. How or why do I say that? I remember distinctly. We we after the Music City Miracle, um, we were kind of like Buffalo was this year, six and six, and not living up to our potential. Hangover from Music City Miracle. Everybody's, you know, I remember a big discussion in the locker room almost every day in training camp was who called that onside kick straight up. We're, we're six months, seven months after we, we're trying to figure it out. Fans on the text line. Don't send the name. Yeah. Well, I don't know who it. it was, but at the end of the day, we played Indianapolis. This is when the Colts were really rolling, right? They were rolling the year before, but this is when they were really going Sunday night. We got blitzed. Um, we had three games left. Indy, I think, by beating us, probably locked up the division. Um, they asked Coach Wade, Wade Phillips, you know, do you think you have a chance? And what we needed to do was go 3-0, and and Indy had to go 0-3. They hadn't lost more than one game, like two games all year. Who thinks they're, you know, they're going to lose three in a row? Well, t- Coach Dungy started to kind of taper back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back and save his team for the playoffs. Didn't work out for Indy, but it worked out. They lost three games. We went two and one. Guess who was gone? Wade. And it wasn't because of what we did. It was because of what he said. It went bonkers on ESPN. In reality, when the Colts were rolling like that, the chances of them losing three games were slim and none, but they did. When you say stuff like Todd Bowles, and it will come back to bite you eventually. I, I think a few points in what you say. Harbaugh in the NFL as a head coach and then in that division doesn't make it easy because Broncos Raiders oh it's not easy and will he, step up right yeah. they, they they're all they're not going to continually they're not just flail they're 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 making an effort right where would you, I mean and, and it's a thing like Harbaugh took a team to the Super Bowl and should have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody turned the lights out. Right? 
in that division, where do you put him? As far as coaches? Yeah. I'd have to see another year of Sean Payton. Okay. Um, I, I'd probably elevate him, uh, obviously, easily above Antonio Pierce just from just his resume and just what he's done. It's legit. He's won. He turned San Francisco around immediately. He made them a, a winner. You know, not only to the um, Super Bowl playoff team right away. He resurrected a ton of careers. And then, obviously, throughout his college, at every level, he's been a winner. So, Sean Payton has the Super Bowl. I'd probably maybe maybe put him on par. I think his I think his knife is a little bit sharper than Sean Payton Payton's is. I think Sean Payton got a little bit stale in New Orleans, and um, especially after Drew Brees, it's kind of like Bill Belichick. I want to see him without Drew Brees. I think Sean Payton um, resurrected some coaching st- stuff, getting them on the cusp of making the playoffs. So he had to do something to turn around, even though Russell Wilson, you know, pulled a majority of it, and it was under. <laughs> Odd circumstances that they tell you that if you you keep playing good, we're going to bench you, and they were trying to because you didn't take a pay cut. But I think right now, yes, they're in salary cap trouble, but one year, which generally is always a transition year for a new coach, is worth it if you get the coach and you get the continuity from the top to the bottom. Owner, GM, head coach. Is that in play in San Diego to your to your comfort? If Jim Harbaugh goes there, that that's that's ninety percent of the 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 that's that's it right there. Now, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, where I go is Atlanta. Yeah, that's what. So I, me I, and me and Bill Belichick are racing to get to Atlanta, right? Where's the most turnover been? Right when you look, at, it, it's kind of like the AFC East when the when the Patriots were just running through everybody. There were so many coaches that always going through all three of those other teams. What do you think that happened down there? Dennis Allen's on the hot seat. Um, Carolina's still looking for the coach, right? Todd Bowles, I wouldn't say is on a hot seat, but let's just say lame duck and not really secure concrete. If I come there with the talent that they have, right, and the owner and Arthur Blank, McKay, the president, GM, head coach, right? So we're all going to be consistently trying to draft, develop, and be a winner in that division, I mean, you got to think, DP. Carolina is, they could hire Bill Belichick tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Talent-wise, they're three years away from even sniffing the playoffs. Other than the fact that we we, we have the Seifert reference that we could make, that it's not that far for Belichick to correct the things that ail Carolina. Yeah, but I'm just talking about right? okay, like, quarterback. Like, okay, that's up in the air. Running back, they don't have one. They don't have a receiver. Now, you could do it where you bring in a whole bunch of guys. Which he's done. Belichick has won without any of those except for the quarterback. Except for Tom Brady. And that ain't ain't happening. Now, now I think Bryce Young is better than what afforded to him because he he wasn't throwing to anybody. Adam Thielen played good, but you need a real dog out there. And defensively, they kept you in the game. Yeah. A a couple of things. I – this is a sidebar. This drives me crazy, Jay Foreman. And I need y'all's help to work this through. Okay. So, Major League Baseball Hall of, uh, Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Beltre, Maurer, Helton. Uh, this came out? Yeah. Just now? Get in. They're in. Right? They're in. Okay. Argue whatever you want about who that is. But another transaction happened today that just 
Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, I need your help with. I need your help with. So I'm just going to read off this thing and tell me what salary this 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 player deserves. Now I'm going to preface this as my as my grandfather say, I'm going to put some vinegar in the soup from mm-hmm. the get-go. All right. That this player, let me go give you the averages for the last eight years. His is, average, it, is this in baseball? Yeah. Okay. 181. Batting. 199. Batting? Batting. 160, 160, oh, 159, right 162, and, and 177. I know exactly right. who you're talking That's about. One, let, 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 me, let me read him again. Let me read him again. And I'm going to go back. So let me give you his whole career. His whole career. Jay Foreman, you ready for this? Mm. 204, 209, 206. A career high 253. 181, 199, 223, 160, 160, 159, 162, and 177. His career batting average for nine years, Mm. nine, is 197. 197. And Jay Foreman, I want to announce to you that this player just signed a contract today. For five million dollars this year. Oh, I saw this dude. I think I know you. Talk. What's his name? Joey Gallo. Yeah, Not Joey Gallo. Yeah, yeah. Joey Gallo. Now let is me. He a, is he a home run hitter or if, something? Let's, you a strikeout hitter. That's what you are. You are a strikeout hitter, Jay Foreman. Let me explain something to you. And yeah, why? But he, I can, you mad just because he went to your Nats? That's yes. All. I. You understand why I? It looked like I'm fighting God all the time when I talk about Washington. He was with my Twinkies last year, though. Listen, in all every Washington team makes me feel like yeah, I'm 177. fighting this guy. Like it, I'm just throwing oh, punches DP, in the air. I'll give it to him though. He hit 177 with 20, 21 ding dongs. I'll take that though. You know you would. He struck out 142 times. Listen, Kirby Puckett told me said every every if you don't strike out, you ain't gonna be able to hit the ball. Keep swinging. I, I I'll take Joey Gallo. I take a Joey Gallo. 142 of 282 at bats. That's right. I like 50% that. 50 percent of his yes. at bats. Listen, he, he he's did active. not hit the ball. He's active. <laughs> DP. He's active. You gave him five. Listen, million dollars. I will tell you this: as long <laughs> as long as he long as those not, aren't third strike pitches that he's watching, I'm good. Because you know what? You get 40 homers, you, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 40, 92, 92 RBIs. Austin, what are you hitting? What are you hitting this year? If, 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 look, Do if it. Washington put you up and said, Austin, you only have to hit 160, and we'll give you $5 million. Yeah. You know what? You you make my case for Kyler Murray. That's why I said Kyler Murray was a chump. Because if you can do this right here and get $5 million, if you're just even a tick above that, I can get fifteen. So big up to Joy Gallo and big up to them Nats. Great signing for the Nats. Listen, listen where he's played. He's been with Texas Rangers. Great organization. Then he went to the Yankees for a couple of years. Tragic. He he must be like a a great like locker room guy. Then he went to the Dodgers. Right? They're always trying to win. Right? He only hit seven home runs. So he they, the Magic Man said you ain't doing you ain't handling your business. He only he must have been hurt forty four games. You got right? go. Picked him up midseason. Oh, oh it's yeah, a late season yeah, edition. Okay. So the tw- so he had. 
20 ding or 20, 19 homers. He's right on par. And I like it. He ain't walking. He said, listen, I'm not here to do anything but round the bases. Okay. So I'm left not turns walk- only. Yeah, left turns only. <laughs> Home run. He has 30 stolen bases in nine years. 30. So you can't run and you can't hit. Like, he got 1,200 strikeouts. That's what I'm Are talking you, about. You, <laughs> Get up there and swing that bat, young man. Swing it. And, Listen, and this ain't look. fourth grade fast pitch the first time. No, no third no, no, no third strike looking. Swing the he bat. He had 213 strikeouts in one year. 213. He hit 199 with 213 strikeouts. And people are still giving this dude money. Five. You know what he made last year? Home run. 11. 11 million. Let me, let me, Jay Foreman. Let's see what he's doing in the postseason. This what he, no home listen, runs listen in the postseason. This. Listen to this. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. Hold on. Not this is the best part. This is <laughs> the best part. Now, he only played in one game, though, okay? <laughs> so, a I, reason. He, he played, hold on. Played a one. But listen, in the playoffs, he went 0 for 4 with one strikeout. So I'll give him that. That's listen. a little bit better. Hey, shocker. Hey, everybody. A 200 hitter. A 200 hitter never played the postseason. I like game. it, though, man. Like, I hear you. <laughs> Joey Gallo. I like it. Is he, is he a good fielder? You understand yeah. why? Go Plumber. Oh, then they, yeah, you in there. I'll, I'll sign you. You're good. Cannon for an arm. Yeah. And and you can hit dingers. That's all I want to see. And Gone. he was still a league average hitter last year. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. I'm so mad. He's going to look good I in that net. Look, hey. my, te- my, hey. eyes, awesome. my eyes have clouded up. We're going to buy him a Joey Gallo jersey. My, we'll, I, we'll my eyes are, yeah. my eyes, I will burn yeah. it. No. I will burn. Merry Christmas. I will burn that jersey. You might as well. You we're going to present it out there. You know, we're going yeah. we'll to take it to the window. Put, we'll put it out there. Joey you know, Gallo. You know, you know, I, there are very few jerseys that I would, like, just not accept. What about if we got a sign? No. Home, hey, what if he no. said, two DP, no. home run, Burn. Joey Gallo. Left turn Joey. Yeah, yeah. Burn. I'm yeah. Burn. Joey left turn no. Gallo. <laughs> that's, that's it right He's there. right turn. No, He's he right turn. He don't Joey, get no left turn. Hey. Left turns mean you can go from first base to second base. Second base to third base. Right turns go. Go sit your butt on the bench. As a matter of fact, keep walking past the bench into the locker room. My man don't break a sweat. Five, you know what I mean when he get there? Five. I'm mil- here. That means everybody who, in the sound of my voice, has a shot tomorrow <laughs> oh, to if, play in the listen, major league. If I got drafted by the Nats and, and you're paying him five million and I'm in the AAA, oh yeah, you gotta call me. I need ten. I'm gonna bunt every at bat. At least I got a shot of getting on. Yeah. But I like it that he strikes out. They so make much, me though. so mad. They make they, they, I like see, it. This is fact, why I can't I like be a the fan. fact that, that he plays for the Nats. I can't one. even be a fan and anymore. And number two, my man gets up there and it's either Home run. He don't even want walks. That's the thing. It's great, man. That's almost gr- as great as the Gary I'm Sheffield so, so, uh, advice that he got from uh, Bobby Bond I'm so Sr. Heated. I'm so heated right now. I just saw that, and you could have you could have told me. You don't like Golden Glovers? You, we're playing defense. Listen, listen to me, man. Listen. We're playing defense. Listen to me. And we're stealing bases. He hit, let, let me see, 177 last year, and that was an uptake. Over the previous three years. <laughs> that is just cr- who? There's a GM in Washington. Please send him cards and mail. Please send him. Just um, He must not play that much because um, he don't get he don't get a lot of games in. I, I, He's a platoon I'm, guy now. He mashes righties, doesn't see much of lefties. What? 
Platoon what? I like him, though, man. Joey Gallo, you got a fan here, man. You, you're not a national gym, but you still like you, though. Anyways, we're going to take a quick break. Talk, uh, And uh, when we come back, we'll uh, talk Husker basketball against these Ohio State Buckeyes. Jay Foreman, DP Austin, Joey Gallo, left turn, we're out. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.